Hi, and welcome to the Circle of Film podcast. I'm Ryan, and join me as we step into the Criterion channel in today's episode. What's this? What's this? The simply sensational standing ovation of Royal Dalton Musical. What is this? This is where you want to be. What is this? A bit of a disclaimer to start this, uh, and this is hardly going to be a comprehensive review of the Criterion channel. Uh, it, it's more of, honestly, this is more of like a cheat episode. There was a plan uh, for this week, and uh, due to time constraints, scheduling conflicts, things like that, uh, what I was originally planning to do for this week did not come to fruition. So this is uh, a makeup episode, a substitute episode that you know may not may not mean anything, may not be anything, but uh, it's here and it's what it's what's going to happen. Uh, looking forward to the rest of the week uh, with things getting shuffled around a little bit. I, I keep meaning to to do my 2010 Circle of Film Awards episode, and uh, I mean it's most I mean it's my fault it's not happening, but. I, I still haven't done the awards themselves. Like, I haven't gone through the movies, made sure, you know, this is what nominated, this is nominated, this is nominated. So, I don't know if I can get that finished. If I can, I would love to do that for Friday, but it's a long ways off. It feels a long ways off at this point and might not happen until t- next week. Uh, there are two new movies out that I haven't seen yet uh, that could potentially feature into an episode Ad Astra and Rambo. I will be seeing one of those today, I hope, and uh, if possible, uh, that one of the Ad Astra will be an episode this week. And uh, I don't know that Rambo really qualifies and, and justifies its own episode, but maybe it will after I see it. Who knows? Um, and then uh, the only big new release coming out this weekend is Abominable, which I know I'll be seeing. I don't know that it'll be on Thursday, and so I, I don't think I'd be able to see it in time for Friday's episode, so if there's a statistics episode within Abominable, that sounds like something for next week, and then we'll have a month rollover, and that'll give us, you know, give me a little more, couple more opportunities to, to have episode fodder. Uh, so this, today, Criterion Channel... I was lucky enough to be gifted a couple of months uh, to the Criterion Channel subscription uh, for free. I'm very pre- appreciative of that gift, and I've been taking advantage of it. Uh, taking advantage of it. Uh, it. There's a lot, a lot of stuff on this uh, streaming service, and I, especially for me, someone who has seen most of the big stuff, most of the major things, there's a lot to find. And so far, I've seen you know five or six movies here. A lot of them have been short films from the 1910s, 1920s. I've seen a lot of Buster. I've seen a, you know Buster Keaton, Charles Chaplin, uh, but a lot of um, oh the third guy. Uh, his name always escapes me. Why can I never think of it? Every once in a while, it, it comes to me, uh, but. More often than not, I just 
Harold Lloyd, Harold Lloyd, whatever reason, his name just constantly slips my mind. Harold Lloyd, a lot of Harold Lloyd lately, which uh, has been fun. It's been a lot of fun, actually. He's, you know, I, I, I still think he's a small step down from Chaplin and Keaton from what I've seen so far, but uh, it's been it's been interesting to, I don't know, just have the the range and, and breadth of these three guys who were you know kind of the biggest comedic performers back then. Uh, beyond that, uh, the, the the site, the service has a bunch of, of big feature films. I went through, I added so many movies to my, to a list, to my own list on the site to keep track of and watch uh, as, as, um, I don't know, to make sure I don't miss anything. Uh, you know, got, got a lot of Hitchcock, a lot of old, you know, silent film Hitchcock which is really interesting, but a lot of new movies too. Uh, I added some stuff like I don't know, Bruno Dumont's Slack Bay with uh, Juliette Binoche. Uh, you've got Sightseers from Ben Wheatley. Uh, Guy Madden has some stuff in here. Uh, even more recent short films, which is really exciting for me. The Paradise Trilogy from Ulrich Seidel which I've heard a lot of good things about. Uh, Life During Wartime from Todd Salons. Uh, Chloe Sevigny directorial film uh, called Kitty, which may or may not be a short film. I'm not sure. Um, Hong Sang-soo has a bunch of movies on here. Uh, Kristen, Kirsten, Johnston, Kirsten Johnson's Camera Person makes it. Kirsten Johnson and other stuff. Uh, the Safdie Brothers, who did... Who are who have uncut gems coming out soon, and they did a good time. Their short film, The Black Balloon, uh, is on here. The Zellner brothers have some stuff. Uh, some bigger things. White Material with Isabel Huppert, Harlan County, USA. Father Panchali, Pandora and the Flying Dutchman. There's a bunch, a bunch, a bunch of movies, and they kind of cover all the things, right? So, Criterion. They're, I don't know, I think they get this reputation, and it's not unwarranted, but they, they get a reputation for being a little stuffy, a little uh, highfalutin, a little wine and cheese, a little, you know, the kind of place that you would find Jean-Luc Godard, Fellini, uh, you know, Hitchcock, and, and Andrew Hay, and, uh, you know, Truffaut, that, that kind of a place and and for you know to be fair you can find all those directors here you know there's um, tons and tons hundreds and hundreds of far, foreign language features and films spanning all decades on the criterion channel and which is great because those are some of the films that i think are, are some of the hardest to find uh you know just on other streaming services especially the older the older stuff but to, you know there's a, a lot of not as uh, not as not as uh, what's the word I'm looking for here? Uh, obscure, perhaps, or or um, not not as I don't know what this word I'm looking for is. Uh, it's not quite as uh, press uh, that there. I'm, I'm on it. <laughs> Prestige, not quite as prestigious, 
as as you might think necessarily. Uh, you know, blue is the warmest color, had some mainstream appeal, uh, and it's it's on here. You have looking down the list here, certified copy, which I mentioned recently, having seen makes is out here. Clouds of Silmaria from Olivier Assayas, Olivier, Olivier, Olivier. Uh, you've got uh, Best Short Film Nominee from last year, Fauve, uh, is on here from Canada. Francis Ha from Noah Baumbach is on is in here. Um, looking through just the stuff in the 2010s at the moment. Uh, film I, I've talked about a couple of times in the past. Uh, the Kid with a Bike from the Dardenne br- Brothers is on here. Logo Rama, best short film winner, best animated short film winner from 20, 2009 is on here. Highly recommend. It's really good. Um, Meek's Cutoff from Kelly Reichart makes it here. Uh, maybe it's not as mainstream as I thought. Uh, Phoenix from Christian Petzold is great German film. Uh, which I've definitely mentioned on the Circle of Film Awards for that year, the year it qualified. So I recommend that. The Skin I Live In, Antonio Banderas from Almodovar. I've heard a lot about that. It's on my list, and it's here. It's here. A lot of stuff. The Love Witch from 2016 from Anna Biller. Tiny Furniture from Lena Dunham. Um... That's, I don't know, I mean, it's it's obviously not, you know, going to be the most comprehensive place. You're not going to find, generally, you're not going to find blockbusters uh, in, in this, from this service. That's not really what they're, you know, those are found everywhere. You know, this is looking for, I don't know, a little, a little slightly further off the beaten path than those. Uh, and so it's more of a, a compliment to you know to to uh to other services i would say you know it's not these are the kind of movies where for me i think you most people would say they need to be in the right mood to watch uh specifically uh, foreign language films i would say people really seem to want to be in the right mood to watch those uh but more so than that, it's all movies of a certain type. And that's not a bad thing, because these are the types of movies that are very difficult to find, very difficult to see, and even harder to um, find, like, legally. Uh, you know, I'm sure a lot of these can be found, you know, pirating and, and other ways. But to find them all here in, in a way, in a place that's fairly easily accessible I, I don't know that the layout of the site is kind of iffy i'm still kind of coming to terms with that and, and how it works but for the most part it's just a really convenient uh way to find some of the more exciting films that most people just won't have seen most people just won't know you've got steve mcqueen's hunger on here 12 years a slave director Wong Kar Wai's In the Mood for Love, 
is on here. So, you know, those are very big films, uh, especially within the film community. I, uh, Denis Villeneuve, who did Blade Runner 2049, who did Arrival, who did a lot of these great films recently. He's got his, one of his early short films called Next Floors here, which I think is pretty good. Um... And that kind of speaks to another side of things, which is that, you know, I see a lot of people, Michael Haneke, uh, uh, Vim Vendors, Lena Dunham, Kelly Reichardt, Guy Madden. You know, there are a bunch of movies on here connected to directors who are names. You know, I'm, I'm very familiar with these people. I, I know who they are. I've seen their work. I've seen their bigger feature films, but there's a lot of short films connected to these people. There's a lot of old stuff, stuff that didn't get big budgets, stuff that wasn't uh, created uh, with a studio behind them and, and so on and so forth, which is really, I think that's really fascinating to kind of explore the original the, the 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 origin for a lot of these people joanna hogg uh, uh anna biller's older stuff andrea arnold's older stuff uh is a is a lot of fun you know wendy and lucy from kelly reichardt is great uh the Safdie brothers have a bunch of stuff on here claire dennis claire denny has a bunch of stuff on here alfonso Cuaron, his e to mama tambien is on here as well just kind of going through the decades and, and naming, pulling out stuff that I, I think is a little more, uh, it's a little more recognition. Uh, Jane Campion has stuff on here, uh, going back into the '90s. Now uh, you're going to find Lars von Trier, Errol Morris, Brief History of Time, uh, Mike Lee, Career Girls, which I like. I think that's fun. Uh, Chunking Express, Wong Kar Wai again. Uh, more Olivia Asayas. Olivia, geez, Olivia Asayas. Guillermo del Toro's got Kronos. Uh, so I don't. Uh, Jim Jarmusch, Dead Man. Uh, Christopher Nolan's Doodlebug is on here. So I think you've got two sides, uh, two big sides of, of what the Criterion channel is capable of giving you. The first is. The obscure, the old, uh, uh, the 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 stuff that you just you're not gonna find most places anywhere else, uh, and I guess that I guess that kind of applies to both, but but just the movies that maybe you hear about, uh, spoken with awe, spoken with reverence, you know, like an In the Mood for Love, you know, Wong Kar Wai, like Fellini, like Truffaut, you know, there's a lot of foreign stuff, a lot of highly regarded, but not widely seen films. The other side are these early things, uh, whether that's 1900s, 1910s, 1920s, short films, silent films, or, uh, you know, the black and white stuff that a lot of the big directors now were making 10, 20, 30 years ago. Christopher Nolan, you know, Doodlebug and Following are both on this website. A bunch of, you know, Andrea Arnold, the Safdie brothers, uh, uh, Villeneuve, Soderbergh's got stuff on here. Uh, David Mamet. Uh, you've even got things like, um, let's see here, 
uh, you know, early Mike Lee stuff, early Sofia Coppola stuff, uh, even some Werner Herzog is in here, uh, which, you know, the, not Werner Herzog films that I'm aware of, but certainly Werner, Werner Herzog films are on here. Kurosawa, but not his big stuff, but Kurosawa. Uh, and so there's, you know, Whit Stillman. Whit Stillman. Good old Whit Stillman. I think that allows for a pretty pretty diverse catalog. Uh, you know, I think the biggest thing that's not going to be here is some, you know, action, big budget stuff. You know, this is a more of a David Gordon Green, Robert Altman, David Lynch uh, realm, which has its own uh, ha- has its own advantages, has its own enjoyment, has its own benefits, but does. I don't know, it kind of, I, I'm sure it, it has to alienate some people who do spend, uh, you know, most of their film watching time on the bigger stuff, on the Rambos, the Marvel movies, the comic book stuff, uh, or or maybe the the bigger blockbustery dramas and things like Star is Born or Bohemian Rhapsody uh, that, that make a lot of money, that everyone talks about, that... Uh, that do sort of have a bigger, uh, you know, pop culture impact. And a lot of these movies don't. And, and I mean, I guess the problem there is that more people aren't seeing them and they're not seeing them because they're tough to find and they're not, they're tough to find because people aren't seeing, you know, it's, it's, it's a vicious kind of cycle. And I think Criterion Channel goes a long way to, I don't know, trying to fix that disconnect. I think, you know, this isn't a... It's not easy, uh, I think, to look through the Criterion Channel and say that, you know, okay, what am I going to watch tonight? What What's something I can just pop in tonight, uh, watch, you know, kind of fall asleep to, or, or just have on in the background? That's not really what this site has it's not going to give you those types of movies uh, these are movies that you're going to have to pay attention to movies that you have to uh, f- uh, really focus on and, and understand and think about and digest and that's not for everyone uh, certainly you know I'm not always in a place where I feel comfortable watching those types of movies even but it certainly has uh some of the more interesting films you might ever see. It's going to give you a lot of fascinating things because that's kind of, that's like the mission statement, you know? Criterion is looking for stuff that succeeds, stuff that pushes boundaries, stuff that defines a genre or a style, stuff that, you know, isn't going to be forgotten, hopefully. Hopefully, at least. And I would say for me, uh, you know, just a cursory look through most of these movies, the stuff I've added to my my watch list on here and what I hope to, you know, be able to see uh, throughout at least least three months, uh, you know, watching 
movies here and and you know we'll see if after three months uh may or may not continue depending on what's still left and and i haven't looked at the cost yet maybe i should do that um settings settings hmm billing nothing oh wait we'll auto renew so i'm i'm good till mid-december But I don't know. Criterion channel subscription cost. Uh, so it looks like $11 a month, $100 a year. If you pay annually. And that's kind of, it's kind of steep when you compare it to stuff like Disney uh, coming out in November. When you compare it to stuff like uh, Netflix and Amazon and Hulu and others. You know, you're not going to get as much content. You're not going to get as much rewatchable content. You know, Disney Plus is going to have a ton of stuff on it. And I might have seen 90% of the movies that are going to be coming on Disney Plus from the start. But at the same time, like, there's stuff on Disney Plus that I, I love, stuff that I know I love, stuff that I enjoy watching, stuff that I'm you know, would love, would be happy to watch over and over and over again, because I'm so, I, you know, I grew up with that stuff, I, I'm infatuated by it, whereas on the Criterion channel, sure, there's some stuff on here that I've seen, some stuff that I like, stuff that, I'm sure there's a few things in here that I actually, you know, deeply love, but they're not the type of movies that I'm gonna, you know, throw up over and over again, you know, the closest I could say to that is probably Francis Ha, uh, something I've seen, you know, four or five times now, and, uh, you know, maybe a couple more I might find I, I would rewatch again and again, but that's not really the purpose, you know, the purpose, I think, for me, is to discover new stuff, to find things that you're not aware of, to, to pop something, turn something on that, you know, shocks you, that, that surprises you, and, I'm much more in tune with that side of movie watching. I, I know I don't know if I would say that that's the minority, but I think it is the minority. The minority. Uh, I think more people want to feel comfortable, want to feel um, warm when they're watching something, and. You know, it's it's the you know it's the film reviewers, the podcasters, the cinephiles, the movie lovers, uh, the ones that really do spend a lot of time and really go out of their way to watch a lot of movies. Who want to be wowed? Who want to see something every time they watch a movie that they've never seen before? Who want to be shown a performance? or a piece of dialogue, or a scene, or comp shot composition uh, that, that's pushing and threatening to, to sort of revolutionize the industry. You know, we want, you know, we want every movie to impact us the way that, you know, something like Mad Max impacted me. Everything should feel like Toy Story did to, to us as kids. Everything should be monumental. Everything should be uh, life-altering. 
and they can't be. You know, it's not not possible for every movie to do that, and not possible for you know most movies to even do that. And so you're constantly searching, you're constantly looking, and I've found many things on Netflix and and Amazon and other streaming services that pull that off, that achieve that feeling, but but I would hazard a guess hazard a guess that you're more likely to get that out of the Criterion channel than any of those other places I just I think you're you're gonna find some crazy incredible stuff on this you know I haven't oh you know straight up I have not found anything like that yet it's only been a few days but you know, I've got a huge list of movies that I'm excited to find and excited to see. Uh, and I hope that, you know, it won't be... I hope that it won't take too long to sort of discover something interesting, something fascinating, something wonderful. I don't expect it to. I think, you know, even you know, still just scrolling through stuff, I'm not... I'm. There's so much. There's more here, I think, than I'll be able to watch in my three months free subscription, and that's. Uh, well, that's not. That's that's a little scary because that means I might end up having to pay for it. So, it, you know, and that that is what it is. I guess. I guess. Yeah. I guess. Um, you know, you can sort through. Uh, you know, I think you can sort through. Uh, I can filter through by uh, decade, which is what I have been doing so far. You can do it by genre, a bunch of genres. You do it by country, which is kind of interesting, and of course director, which is strange because you know there's a ton of directors on here, lots and lots of directors. Uh, but they're all here. You can you can sort through all of them. Of course, you can just search normally as well. Uh, I kind of like. The Criterion Channel does something interesting. Um, when you search, it's an overlay. So it, it fades out the rest of the screen. Depending on what screen you're looking at, I guess. So maybe not always. And then just a big search bar that gives you all the options. I, kinda, I really like that design from a aesthetic perspective. Um, it works for me. And it makes it... I don't know, it makes me feel like I, everything's easy to find. Um, yeah, the Criterion Channel. I don't know what else. Uh, what else is there to touch upon here? Because you know, I don't want to just kind of read off movies. Cronenberg's The Brood. It's on here. A lot of Christoph Kieslowski stuff uh or or rainer verner fastbinder a lot of stuff lots of, a lot of his stuff on here as well uh la circle rouge fastbinder a lot of fastbinder man uh which is great i don't know if they acquire just entire portfolios at a time it kind of feels that way when i you know i'm seeing like everything that ingmar bergman ever made kind of Tons of stuff from Kurosawa. Um, Jacques Demi has a lot of stuff on here as well. 
fast I mean Fastbinder I've seen like eight Fastbinder movies in um like this decade alone almost and I just I don't know it's a little overwhelming it's a lot to it's a lot to take in it's a lot to recognize and and contend with you know you you think John Waters on here I, you you think that uh I know you, you, you've, I've seen over 8,000 movies, you know, and I admit, like, I, I go out of my way to watch, like, some really garbage stuff, but to just scroll through this and see, you know, 30 films almost in a row that I've never seen that, that pique my interest, that, you know, are connected to names that I'm familiar with, that, that, you know, that, I'm interested and I'm excited to watch is is kind of incredible. You know, they've got Godzilla movies from the 70s here. They've got, uh, you know, Orson Welles, F for Fake, Fiddler on the Roof is in here. Um, Hal Ashby's Harold and Maude. You know, it, there's a little bit of something in, in every, you know, you can, you can find a little bit of everything here. Uh, which is which is really good, really good. Um, oh man, Jean Dielman, twenty three, uh, Quad de Commerce, ten eighty Brussels, which is a Belgian film that is three and a half hours long that I'm familiar with. Uh, which is just, you know, three hours of a woman going through her daily routine. Like, that's on here. It's great. There's so much. Man. Yeah, I don't know. John Woo. Last Hurrah for Chivalry. Peter Weir, The Last Wave. Um, I think, I don't know, and... and Beyond that, you know, like every streaming service, it's constantly changing. You know, more stuff is being added, more stuff is being removed almost, uh, you know, monthly, I think. I think in the middle of every month they change stuff, you know. Upstream Color from Shane Carruth is on here. They do interviews with various directors. I think they've got one. Ryan Johnson, who did the who did episode 8 of Star Wars as well as Looper and Brick, you know, he talks about his adventures in movie going with Alicia Malone. Um, they do double features uh, that they connect, you know, put movies together for you. Uh, they do collections, you know, starring Lawrence Olivier, directed by Lena Vertmuller. Um, Jailbreak type movies connected in a group. Uh, you know, they just, they give you stuff, you know, pre-code Barbara Stanwyck films, uh, cinematography from Jack Cardiff, uh, you know, just a lot of different interesting ways to look at movies and, and find, you know, a group of just British Hitchcock movies, um, movies with Alec Guinness in them, films by Jonas Mikas, uh, three films by Frank Borzage. 
22 films with the journey about the journeys of immigrants. You know, I think there's a lot of a lot of range, a lot of exciting stuff. Criterion editions of things. They have you know the newly added lists. They have they t- let you make sure you're aware what's leaving. So a bunch of stuff leaving September 30th, like the African Queen, the Gay Divorcee, um, Harold and Maude, Knights in Kiberia, Kiberia, After the Wedding, which recently had an American remake, Susan Byers' After the Wedding from 2006, Ben Wheatley's Sightseers, Room at the Top from Jack Clayton, High Noon from Fred Zinneman, Fiddler on the Roof leaving, uh, and so on. They do interviews like Ryan Johnson, Barry Jenkins. Barry Jenkins they did. Isabel Huppert came to pick out her movies. Uh, conversation between Lawrence Olivier and Dick Cavett. Um, Hong Sang-soo. Uh, Guillermo del Toro. Bunch of stuff. You know, and, and just... I don't know. There, there's a lot of exciting you know adventures in movie going talks to a lot of different people Roger Corman man Roger Corman Alan Cumming Sofia Coppola Guillermo del Toro Bill Hader Barry Jenkins Kareem Abdul-Jabbar Brad Bird Michael Cera Paul Dano and so on You know, they do, you know, specials on women filmmakers. They combine double features uh, that they think would really work together. They do a double feature where it's short, a short film and a feature film uh, together. I don't know. I just, I, I think they've got a lot of, a lot of promise, a lot of excitement, uh, a lot of, fascination as it were uh and then i guess i wanted to look through i wanted to pull up like the uh the action genre just to see you know what sort of things they put under that and if there is anything a little more a little more mainstream than the action adventure genre all right here we go what do we got Aguirre, The Wrath of God, big one, for sure. Um, a lot of Bulldog Drummond films. I watched all of those recently. Um, some Kurosawa. Some 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 Godzilla stuff down here, for sure. The Four Musketeers. Hmm, interesting. 1942's Jungle Book. Jackie Chan's Police Story, 1 and 2. Robinson Crusoe from Bunuel. Kurosawa, Sanjuru, Seven Samurai. Uh, Three Musketeers from the 70s. Yojimbo, very nice. Um... So, you know, 
again, not going to have Iron Man. But if you're, you know, on the Criterion channel, you're probably not looking for Iron Man. So in that sense, it can, it's probably more of a complimentary service than anything else. And, you know, I don't have access to Netflix right now. I have a somewhat, you know, I, I, can, I have Amazon Prime I can get into. I don't have Hulu. Uh, so I'm definitely going to get Disney Plus. And Criterion Channel and Disney Plus seems like a very interesting but strong combination of, of variety. One, I think, that uh, kind of hits a little everything and might be my future, as it turns out. So, I don't know. That's kind of it. Maybe. Uh, wow, this is a lot longer than I expected it to take. Uh, <laughs> looking at almost 40 minutes. Criterion Channel. I'm a fan, again, you know, just accessing it the last few days and, and kind of figuring it out and getting used to it and seeing what they have to offer. It's a lot, you know. Um, it's it's a lot, and I'm really glad that all these movies are available to see. I'm really glad that we get one place to just watch them all. You know, $11 feels like a lot, especially for a streaming service when most of the others are at least that cheap if not cheaper and they have a wider larger variety of films to choose from but I think you just gotta recognize that most of the stuff on the Criterion channel you're just not gonna find anywhere else so that's kind of the advantage that it has that's kind of the giant benefit of subscribing to it I suppose and I guess all this is not to say, you know, hey, subscribe to the Criterion channel because, you know, I don't, I'm not getting paid for this. It's just me kind of talking about it. Maybe, maybe it piques your interest, maybe it doesn't. But either way, um, I'll be able to watch more stuff this way. And that's good for you because you're listening to this podcast. So that's kind of it. That's kind of it for the Criterion channel. Uh, thank you for listening. It does mean a lot. I do appreciate it. If you would like to find more episodes, you can find them on iTunes, Stitcher, places where podcasts can be found. You can also find them on circleoffilm.com, the website with episodes and much, much more. <clears throat> you can get in touch with me on Twitter at Circle of Film. Find me on Letterboxd at Circle of Film or shoot me an email, circleoffilm at gmail.com uh, or anything, really. Or, finally, you can support the show. If you like the show, support it. Just like it, rate it, review it, subscribe it, uh, tell somebody about it. Listen. Listen is the key. Listen is, is the most beneficial part. Or, if you are so inclined, you may become a patron at patreon.com slash circle of film for as little as eight cents an episode, uh, which would give you early access to any of the episodes that warrant having early access. Uh, thank you. For listening and as always have a week so long farewell i'll be the same night i know she'll never leave me even as she fades from view so long farewell i'll be the same adieu nothing's really left or lost without a trace Nothing's gone forever, only out of place. So long.
Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. So long.